good morning, <clears throat> and welcome to another episode of Thoughts While I Drive to Work. Um, for those of you who listened to my uh, special Monday announcement yesterday, you now know that I have an email address so that I can have uh, you guys email me questions or topics maybe you want me to talk about. And I'm happy to say that it didn't take long for me to actually get my, my first email. <clears throat> Excuse me, this gun in my throat here. To get my first email, um, first and only email, and it was not a question or a topic to talk about. At least I don't, I don't think so. Um, somebody sent me a knock knock joke. Why I have no idea, but whoever you are, thank you for the, uh, the knock knock joke. I guess I'll go ahead and share it. It goes, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Fish food. Fish food who? Your fish food. Because I'm in the mob. So I believe they're referring to some sort of uh, Godfather-esque type hitman thing going on here. Um... Maybe it's a death threat to me because now I'm such a powerful celebrity. I don't, uh, I don't know. But thank you for the email and uh, the knock-knock joke. I can always appreciate that. So this morning we're going to be talking about uh, priorities. We're talk about who you serve. We're talk about where you spend your time. Initially, I told my uh, my wife that I was going to call this episode "Who's Your Daddy." Uh, but then I realized, well, she helped me realize that uh, that has some bad connotations and uh, not really <laughs> not really what I was trying to go for. So we'll, uh, we'll dive right in. So like many of my stories, this one starts with jiu-jitsu. So I've been doing jiu-jitsu for almost three years now. Um, and in a long-term scheme of jiu-jitsu type things, that's not very long. Jiu-Jitsu is not a sport like or a martial art like a lot of these other martial arts where there's a belt system over a pattern of years. Um, like you can, I mean, you can get a black belt in karate inside of like five years if you really tried. Um, same thing with a lot of other martial arts where it's a pay, pay for you go kind of place. Jiu-Jitsu is not like that. Now, with that being said, most people at three years of Jiu-Jitsu are a, uh, a blue belt. That's one step above light. And so how the belts go is, you know, there's, you get a white belt, and then you get stripes on your white belt, and you get so many stripes, uh, four, then you're up for your next belt color. So most people that have been in it for two years have their blue belt, or at least a, um, at least four stripes on the white belt. I've been doing it for three years, and I have no stripes on my white belt. Now, you could just say that's because I suck. Um, maybe I am just really bad at it. Um, but the reason, the reason I don't have any stripes on my belt, the reason I don't even have a colored belt, even though I, I'm probably not ready for one, what do I know, is that my gym only promotes 
has promotions on Wednesday nights. And on Wednesday nights is when I teach at our local youth group. And so you got to look at priorities. Who do you serve? What is your end goal? Is my end goal to, I mean, and I only bring this up because there's actually, today's Tuesday, and they're having a promotion tomorrow. What are your priorities? What is your end goal? So I'm actually taking time off of work to take my son to jiu-jitsu, so to go to his promotion tomorrow, because it's really important for kids, for motivational, and to see their progress rewarded. But I'm a grown man. I don't need the participation award, even though that's, that's not what his is. But I don't necessarily need the visual things that, you know, a six-year-old might. So, where are my priorities? What What is my purpose? Who am I serving? Not who's your daddy. We're not going to do that. But who am I serving? Now, if I was to go, if I was to blow off teaching Bible study to my group of um, seven or eight boys, then, and go to promotion, I would be serving myself. I would be serving myself. It wouldn't make me any better at jujitsu. It would only be about me. Now, I'm not saying promotions are bad, and if I did not have obligations to teach, I would probably go. You know, it's good seeing all your hard work paying off. But, I do. I'm these boys' teacher. Um, I've been these boys' teacher for years. Um, I'm all they got. And if I don't show up, they don't get taught. Or they'd be taught by somebody else who... You know, not saying I'm great, but might not be as good as me, or might not have as much of a heads up to be able to really prepare something excellent. So, there's my priorities. Like, who am I serving? Am I going to serve myself, or do I want to serve these boys um, in mentoring them and nourishing them spiritually and furthering their knowledge, their, their biblical knowledge? Who am I serving here? What is my goal behind jiu-jitsu? What is my goal behind um, teaching Bible study? And who am I serving? So my goal behind Bible study is I want these boys to be biblically equipped to share the gospel, to defend their faith, and to be knowledgeable in what God has for them. Um, when I was their age, our pastors and youth leaders didn't teach us anything. They didn't teach me anything. Um, they didn't teach me how to study the Bible. You know, they didn't teach me how to study. They didn't teach me what to look for. They didn't teach. They just got up there and monologued for 45 minutes and it was done. And I don't want that for these teens. These teens are going to be struggling and going up against things that, you know, they're the next generation. What man do you complain about the generation underneath them if he doesn't go out and try to help them? You need to go out and help them. So I want these boys to be biblically equipped. That is my end goal. What's my end goal behind jiu-jitsu? Well, I got into jiu-jitsu because it's always something I wanted to do. And I think, for those of you who listen to my podcast on violence and love, I go into this a lot more. But I wanted to know how to defend myself, and I, wanted, I thought that confidence was important. And it is extremely important. Anyone who wants
wants to learn a martial art, I would say jiu-jitsu is your number one um, that you should do. So that's my end goal there is that, and also um, jiu-jitsu has turned into a ministry opportunity for me also. Um, I've had opportunities to go to Thailand and potentially do other things with, uh, with my jiu-jitsu for Christ. So no matter what you're doing, you can turn it into a ministry opportunity. But what's your end goal? Who are you serving? You know, are you serving yourself or are you serving something bigger? You should always be serving something big. You should never be doing something just for the sake of doing it. Have a, have a plan. Have an end goal. Have an overarching long-term scheme to get where you want to be and do what you want to do to serve your God. Okay, well, I'm going to get gas here real quick, so I'm going to pause this. And unlike last week, I'm going to 100% make sure that I start it again before I start talking when I'm done getting gas. Alright, see you guys in a second. Okay, and we're back after getting gas. Alright, so back on our topic of who do you serve? So this also works with, you know, it's the old saying, whatever you spend most of your time on, whatever you spend most of your money on, whatever you do with any of your, your free time, that, uh, that is your God. So, so what is your God? What is your God? What do you spend your time doing? <clears throat> do you spend it playing video games? Do you spend it with your family? Do you spend it on your hobbies? What do you do? Who is your God? What is your God? I can tell you who should be your God. Now I'll harken back again here to, to Christ. As most of us should go, Christ is our, our center point. So shortly after, I can't remember if it was shortly after or shortly before uh, being baptized by John the Baptist. Soldiers, tax collectors, and all these people come to Jesus. It's in the book of Luke. Um, early on, maybe chapter 4 or 5. Soldiers, tax collectors, and all these people come to Jesus and ask how they can serve them or how they can... What, what, what should they do? These are Roman soldiers. These are tax collectors working for the Roman government. These are people that are not well-liked. What should we do to serve you? Now, the easy answer would be, <laughs> quit working for Rome. Quit being a soldier that's a jerk to everyone. Quit being a tax collector that hates, that everybody hates. It's an easy answer, right? But, as you guys know, we can't just quit doing stuff, right? You have a job, or at least I sure as darn hope you have a job. I have a job, too. If I quit my job, I can no longer provide for my family. So, I mean, I can get a different job, sure. That's a completely different podcast. It's really easy for Jesus on his high horse here to just tell people, hey, quit your job. That's how you can serve your better. Quit your job. You know? But that wouldn't be helping these people. They'd be starving. They'd you know, be taking away their livelihood. That wouldn't be helping them at all. So instead, he doesn't tell them to quit. What he tells them to do is to be better. He tells the soldiers, he says, don't lie about anyone at trial. 
don't bring false accusations against anyone. These are things that, you know, soldiers were known to do. If you paid them enough money, they'd side with you at court. Tells them, be better at what you do. Be honest. And with the tax collectors, he doesn't tell them to quit either. Actually, we go later on to see if he calls some of his disciples out of tax collectors. He doesn't tell them to quit either. He tells them to be honest. He tells the tax collectors, don't take more than what is your due. And be sure you pay your entire due to the authority over you. Be honest in what you're doing. Be better. Serve me by being an honest, good, hard-working person in what you already do. So can we do that today? Of course. 100%. God doesn't want you to go out and quit your job. Now, maybe he's calling you to be a missionary, quit your job, and go to serve him full-time. Sure. But, some, but too many people equate being a missionary to living in Nicaragua with an unreached people group and learning the language. Those times are kind of behind us a little bit. Now we still need those people, and I'm still super proud of those people. They're doing things that are amazing. But if you are a Christian, we are all missionaries. Every single one of us is a missionary. So what do we do with how we... Sorry, so how can we do that with where we are? What we already have? And it's easy. We can serve God just like Jesus tells the soldiers and the tax collectors. Serve it by being better. Serve, it, serve me by being kind. By being better. Serve me by being honest. Serve me by being good at what you do. You know, if you have a job, you should be the best at it. Work hard for excellence. And then use that excellence to point people towards Christ. Work hard. He tells them, serve me by being kind. There's plenty of opportunities to be kind to people. You know, you can point people towards Christ without ever saying a word. Yeah. For all the introverts out there that are Christians that hate talking to people, your ears just perked up a little bit now, didn't it? You can serve Christ and point people towards Him without ever saying a word. By being kind. By not complaining. By when the boss comes out with something everybody doesn't like, you be positive. You're like, you know what? We can do this, guys. No biggie. We got this. Or you know if there's a customer or a patient that people don't like, be kind to that person. Be patient. Be understanding. You know, Jesus didn't come to heal and to save just the Jews. He didn't come to heal and to save the already saved. He ate with the tax collectors, with the sick. He touched lepers. He came for the undone, for the unsaved. He came for the unreached. And we need to remember that. Your life isn't your perfect little box with a bow tied on top of it. There are people out there in pain, people that you can reach, which is a simple act of kindness. And you know what? If they blow you off, if you get yelled at, whatever. Who cares? Remember who you did it for. Who are you serving? Are you serving yourself by buying new cars and clothes and all this other crap that uh, in the end means nothing? You know, 
clothes wear out, cars break down. People is what's important. People are who is important. And I serve a God that loves people. And his commandment to us as believers is to serve his people. You know, in the book of John, when John says, um, I really don't want to mis misquote this, let me give me a second. Yeah, when he says, um, do you love me? And he answers, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he says, twice, then feed my sheep. And he says again, do you love me? And he says, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he says, then feed my sheep. And a, second, a third time, he says, do you love me? And he says, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And then he switches and he says, then tend my sheep. So you need to be tending and feeding these lost sheep of God. And you don't have to do it by cramming the Bible down their throats. That's not going to win people. God, but you know what might? A good work ethic, a random act of kindness, showing two seconds more compassion, showing two seconds more patience than anyone they've ever met. Like I talked about with taking souls and being excellent, you need to go just that much longer. You need to go just one step farther to win people over. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the knock-knock joke that hopefully was not a uh, death threat on my life. Um, <laughs> and I, well, I guess whoever's, whoever sent it in is probably listening, and I'm really joking. I do appreciate it. Uh, I thank you all for, uh, for listening. Um, our Monday special service announcement um, already had about 10 plays from the time that I recorded it to when I went to bed last night, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, I do encourage you, if you have a question or a topic you would like me to talk about, or just some constructive criticism about the show, like, hey, talk louder, or hey, I hate your intro music, um, which seems to be everyone's complaint, but I like the intro music, so you all can deal with it. Um, but if there's technical aspects of the show that maybe you're a tech wizard, and you say, you know, you could do better by doing this, I'm all about making the show better, um, so that you guys can enjoy it more and listen more. All right, I'm going to go ahead and pray for us. Dear Jesus, Heavenly Father, I thank you and praise you for today. And I just ask that you bless me as I, I go about work today here at the hospital. I pray that you bless my interactions with my patients and my co-workers, that it will be glorifying and edifying to you. I pray for patience, I pray for compassion, I pray for love. Uh, I pray for my listeners, that they got something out of this, Lord, would think about it. And that they'd send me in questions. Lord, I love you. In your name I pray. Amen. Alright, guys. Thanks again for another great episode of Thoughts While I Drive to Work. Uh, I have plenty more episodes in mind in the future, so I have I really do not run out of subject material. Um, what I do is I have a just a, a notepad open in my phone, and whenever I think of an idea for an episode, I go in there and I write it down. So I have like nine more episodes already planned out. And that just keeps getting more and more and more. So, alright guys. Uh, 
Uh, go out, be excellent today. Remember, who do you serve? What are your intentions? What's your long-term goal behind what you are doing? Is your long-term goal to eat pizza every day to get fat? Well, if you eat pizza every day, your long-term goal is you're probably going to get fat. So, there are bad long-term goals too. I didn't talk about that. But everything you do really does affect something else. Anyways, guys, love you. Have a good week. I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.